Hey y'all, thanks so much for joining me again on All the Things with Lindsay. And I hope you're having an incredible day. I hope that you are feeling fantastic, that you've got everything you wanted to accomplish today done. And if you didn't, it's okay. Just know that tomorrow is a new day and it's going to be great. Now, we're going to dive into our uh, second episode of the series of getting your life together, organizing the chaos, whatever you want to call it. And if you did not listen to the very first episode, I want to encourage you to go back and watch it. It is a little deceiving by the title, but uh, it's about getting up early. I had to trick everybody. I had to trick y'all because you know, if you saw getting up early, you'd be like, I can't do that. I can't do it. Okay. I'm not even going to listen to that. So just go back and listen to the first episode. I want to encourage you, whether these things work for you or you just take one snippet from all of these episodes and you put it together and we start with baby steps. Baby steps are our goal. Uh, Because if we jump right in and try to do it all, we become overwhelmed and discouraged and we end up failing. So Take baby steps with everything that we're talking about, your morning routine, your night routine, your weekend routine, all the things. Just do it in baby steps. Don't feel like that this is a marathon or a sprint, or excuse me, a sprint. This is a marathon. This is something that takes time. It takes endurance. It takes strength to be able to do all of these things. But our goal in the end is to get in such great habits and routine that we're no longer living in craziness. Everybody wants their life to be easier, right? Everybody wants it to be easier, to be better. And that doesn't mean it's always easy to start with. It doesn't mean that it's not hard. But if we will do the hard things and we will put our life and the things that we do every single day into a routine and get in a good um what we call at work is workflow, but really in tr- at home, it's called life flow. And these are just things that when time when times get chaotic or things change, these things keep us grounded and they're like the cogs in the background that just glue it all together. And that gives us the ability to focus on our purpose and what we love. It gets us off the the hamster wheel of just doing the same thing over and over again and to a point where we just don't even love life. And I believe that we were put here on this planet at this time, at this moment for a purpose. And if we're not enjoying life and we're not living it to our fullest potential, then we are not able to fulfill those purposes. And if we are, we're not doing it really well. So let's get off this hamster wheel. Let's prioritize our life and let's start to enjoy it and live it again. And today we're talking about, today we're talking about night moves. And I'm going to give you all just six tips that have helped our night routine get better. Now we own our own business. Our schedule is totally different. Every single day, it's never the same. We have two kids, they're involved in sports. We play soccer, we play basketball, we've done gymnastics and cheerleading and um, swimming, and we've we've done all all kinds of different things. So, uh, you know, you never know what your day's going to hold in each season. And 
having a good nighttime routine no matter what and planning for each night throughout the week will help you, one, not eat out every single night or on nights that, you know, you're going to be late. It will also, it will also make sure that you are ready for the next day, no matter what time you get home, what your day looked like. Um, it's going to help prepare you. So here's my suggestion. This is what I do. And we're not talking about my weekend routine, but on Sunday, I plan the whole entire week, our meals, who's going to pick up the kids, who's going to take the kids. I have our late day um, in the on the calendar, and that way I know that each day I'm going to have a meal that coincides with our schedule. And I do that because this keeps us from eating out. Eating out is not the worst thing in the world you can do, um, but it's something that we don't like to do a lot because we spend unnecessary money, especially when we have groceries in the refrigerator that are going to rain. And we don't enjoy our food and our time together as much. Sometimes it's a little bit more stressful. It's rushed. And uh, just coming home, being able to cook, whether that's uh, a crock pot meal that we put in on nights that we know we're going to be late, so it's already ready or it takes very little preparation, Or if it's nights that I know I'm going to be home and I'm going to have time to cook a nice, healthy meal for our family. We want our kids to eat healthy. I want to eat healthy. Jamie wants to eat healthy. What we put into our body, what we put into our body really determines a lot about how we feel. And so start with dinner. That's where we're going to start with dinner. When I come home, it would be really easy after a day of Um, crying babies or chasing kids to just be like, I don't feel like doing it. And there are days that I do that. There, You are allowed grace. You're allowed mercy. And you're allowed days to come home and just be like, I'm so tired. And those are days that I have the most amazing husband and he is so good, so good at stepping in if I can. But uh, it starts with dinner. And So on the days that I know I'm going to be home, I have laid out the meat, I know what we're having, and I come home and I I prepare it. Because in my mind, when I'm leaving work and I'm tired, I'm really tired, if I don't have a plan in my head, I'm more apt to stop and get something or say, let's just eat out. If I know that I've put meat out to thaw, I don't want to ruin it. And it's a much, I've just found it's a much better decision to eat at home. So I'll come home. Uh, The first thing I do was pull out dinner. I don't want us to eat really, really late, but you know, it does depend on what we have going on, just like it does with everybody's family. So I start dinner and while I'm doing dinner, we will uh, do homework. We'll work on homework. I'll straighten the house. Um, You know, I may do a load of laundry, little things here or there to keep organized and just, you know, uh, have something to do in that time. So there's no downtime. I'm getting things done always. Or, you know, if all those things are done, sit down and just rest while it cooks. It's no big deal. I do think that as a a mom and a businesswoman and a, a wife, there are times that we just need just a moment, a moment of rest. I've found that if I do sit down, it's really hard for me to get up. So if I will just immediately start on these things and start knocking things out, I can put rest at the very end of my night. 
So we do all that. We we start dinner. We do dinner. Dinner time is one of the most important things in our house, uh, if not the most important. So we have rules at dinner time. We sit at the table. Now, I did just sell our table because we wanted a bigger one to be able to set all of our family at. I sold our table. And uh, we're currently eating at the coffee table. Whatever you have to do, whatever that time together is, we laugh about it because we we sit on the floor and we eat and um, we pray together as a family. And then it's become such a habit in our house that we talk about our day that Miles, our five-year-old, will go around saying, Mom, how was your day? Leighton, how was your day? Daddy, how was your day? And we'll talk about our day. We'll talk about what we did. But our whole meal revolves around each other. And we eat. We don't get up till everybody's finished. And there's no cell phones or no TV. This is such a great family moment. And maybe you have young kids. Start this now if you do. Maybe you have older kids. That makes it really harder to develop these habits once you uh, they get older because they're not used to it. But you can also make it fun. You could say, you know, first person to look at their phone is responsible for the dishes. Find ways to interact and talk to each other. One thing that breaks my heart so bad is when we're out at a restaurant and I will see a family and they're all staring at their phones. I've, I've seen this, you all. I've seen this. And coming from somebody who owns a business and grew up with a family that owned a business, this is one of the worst habits that you can create. And I'm not perfect at it. But when it comes to family time, having that intentional time with my family, there is nothing more important. So after we finish with dinner, we do dishes together. Uh, if I cooked, a lot of times Jamie will finish the cleanup with the kids or vice versa. And I have the kids make the kids responsible for this. They are five and almost nine and they can load the dishwasher. They can scrape those plates. These kids need chores. They need responsibility. I want my kids to know the value of hard work. So I give them tasks. I give them chores to help out. Uh, Not because I'm lazy, But because I've worked all day and sometimes doing laundry makes me move just a little bit slower or doing dishes, I don't do it as quick. So it's great to let them help me. So after we finish dinner, we immediately clean up dishes. We'll do laundry. We'll take out the trash. Anything, we'll straighten the house. Anything like that that needs to be done. And it's really easy to say, oh, well, I'll do that this weekend. I'll do that later. I'll do that tomorrow morning. But here's what happens. And this is what stresses us out. And maybe you don't realize it. This is what creates a huge level of anxiety. When those things start to pile up and we put it off instead of just doing it a little bit at a time and we let we let this build and it just builds and it builds until we are faced with a monster stack of laundry that we spend all day on our weekends, our days off putting up. If we will just do a little bit at a time, and I say this out of love and tell you this because I was guilty of it for the longest amount of time. I would I would wait and do laundry. And I would fold the laundry and then I'd wash another load. And oh, when this load's done or when we finish this next load, I'll put it all up. You all, it never ends. It is 
in infinite cycle. It's never going to end. And so if you'll just do a little bit at a time where you would spend like five hours on a Saturday doing laundry and missing family time, do it a little bit throughout the week. 30 minutes, if that, to fold laundry and put it up. That's it. That's it. Talk to your kids about not throwing things in the dirty clothes that aren't dirty, that maybe they put on for two seconds or uh, decided not to wear or changing clothes 20 times. I've had to have these conversations with my kids and then make them responsible for putting their laundry up and explaining to them that if you get it out, whether you throw it in the washing machine or not, you're still eventually going to put it up. So you're better off not to throw it in there if it's dirty. I've had this conversation. Trash cans running over you all will just shove it down and shove it down until it just, it's about to explode. Don't do this. Don't do this. Take the time to do the little, little bitty tiny things throughout the week. Divide chores up in your house. Give your, give your kids tasks. You know, that's one thing in our house. Our kids do not just sit and watch TV or play video games. They are allowed to do that, but their tasks and chores have to be done first. So we do that. We complete the small tasks. So Saturday and Sunday are family time and there's very little that has to be done. Then we prep for the next day. Are our clothes laid out or our clothes ready? Try to do that. Lay everything out um, for the week at the beginning of the week. Like on Saturday and Sunday, just like meal prep. But we are our clothes ready. Is our stuff by the door or is it in the car? Now, Moms, can you relate to this? Let me paint you a picture. We are jumping in the car. Layton, do you have your backpack? Yeah, I think I think I have my backpack. Pull up at school. Oh, shoot. Mom, you haven't signed my planner yet. I've seriously signed my kid's planner with eyeliner. Eyeliner. Sitting in the parking lot, like, not pushing her out the door, but like, you got to get out. You got to get out. Don't do this to yourself. The nights are so much calmer. Maybe you are tired. But if you will do these things at night, instead of putting them off to the morning where you know that time is limited, you're going to remember things. Or maybe this is you. Um, You don't tell your kids to get their backpack and you get halfway to school and you're like, oh, did you get your backpack? (gasps) No. Did you get your soccer clothes? (sighs) No. You all, if we will just go ahead and do those things at night or work with our kids on doing those things at night, have them ready, have them by the door, put them in the car if you're afraid that you're going to run out the door and leave them, but prepare it at night because it is going to take so much pressure and stress off you to remember everything. And it keeps you from maybe forgetting the next day and stressing you out even more to just take the time to do that stuff. Um, lunches, you know, are you are you taking lunch the next day? Uh, breakfast, whatever it is, have, have it ready. That way you don't forget or you're not stressed the next morning because stress just breeds more stress. If you live in that vicious cycle where, you know, you're just rushing all the time and you're not trying any way to prevent that rushing and that stress that in the morning, you're going to, it's going to translate into your whole day and then you're going to bring it home at night. 
You're going to bring it home at night and you're going to be more tired. Just do it. Just do it. The next thing we do in our house is I make an accomplishment list for the next day. This is not necessarily a to-do list. This is a what I need to get done the next day. So kind of a to-do list, but a, maybe a better way to word it so it's not as, it doesn't have negative connotations. And I know that sounds really silly, but a to-do list seems to be daunting. Whereas an accomplishment list makes me feel like I'm achieving things. I'm achieving goals. So I make an accomplishment list. This helps me to sleep better. This helps me to be able to lay my head down at night and know that I'm not forgetting anything, that I have it wrote down. I'm not laying awake going, you can't forget that. You can't forget that. You can't forget that. Or I'm not waking up in the middle of the night going, oh, shoot, you have to do this in the morning or you have to do this, you know, because that's always when we think of the stuff that we need to do is in the middle of the night when we can't do it. So if we will just take 10, 15 minutes, whatever amount of time you need to just think of everything that you need for the next day to be prepared one day at a time. No need to go five whole days with an accomplishment list, but just one day at a time of what needs to get done tomorrow. You will sleep better because your mind is clear. You'll be present in the moment with your kids because you're not thinking about your to-do list and what you have to do. So make an accomplishment list. Prep your morning stuff. That's not the clothes that you'll wear, but if you're working out in the morning, have your clothes laid out and ready to go so you're not spending 15 minutes trying to shove the pad back in your sports bra because it decided that it was going to pop out. If you're reading in the morning, um, Put your books beside your bed. So wherever you need to put it, set your alarms, get your coffee prepped. If you're drinking, you know, an energy drink in the morning, have it all ready because the amount of time in the morning is limited, whereas night you have more time. Do these things as family. Make them fun. Turn on music. Dance around. Uh, You know, one thing we laugh about in our house is that we dance on the island. Our kids think it's freaking awesome. That takes like... One song, you all, four minutes. Get on the island, dance, get a little exercise in, you know, wake up a little bit, and then get your tasks done. Your kids will enjoy these tasks a lot more. You will enjoy them. And it's fa- it's family time. It's fun. Find fun ways to do these things. These do not have to be daunting nightly tasks that exhaust you even more after you get home from work. Make them fun. Find ways to make them fun. Um, and then kid time. So whether that's, you know, giving them a shower or bath or reading a book, whatever it is. And we, we talk about, we talk about planning our nights, you know, what nights we're going to be home, what nights we're going to be busy, plan your kids showers out. You know, if they're going to wash their hair, Layton has hair down to her waist. We clearly have to plan this out before we, you know, say, oh, we're getting home at seven o'clock at night. We've got to wash your hair tonight. She's going to go to bed with a wet head. We don't want that. So we plan out what nights we're going to we're going to do those things. Um, take the showers. Nights that aren't going to stress us out or be too overwhelming and we're going to get in bed super late. So plan those things out. Um, whatever it is with your kids that you need to do. If you need to finish homework, just have that time with them. It doesn't have to be 30 minutes. doesn't have to be an hour. You all, I love my kids dearly. I do. But... I don't have to spend every waking moment 
coddling them or cuddling them. As much as I love their hugs, they don't need that. They need some independence from me, but they do need mommy time. And that's so important. So just find a happy medium that works for you. And, uh, you know, just maybe 30 minutes a night, if that. 10 minutes. Maybe it's just a nightly routine of devotion or bedtime story. Whatever it is, you plan it. Maybe it's, you know, 30 minutes on your not busy night where you play you play a game with them. Just something. Plan it out. Intentional time with your kids. And then so often we forget about our spouse because we have things out of priority and we think we're home from work. We have to cook dinner. We have to do the tasks. We have to do those things. Our spouse will just know that we love them. They'll just know that we care about them. They'll just know um, that we're tired. We're tired. Our spouse needs time too. And that doesn't mean that it has to be five days a week, seven days a week where we have that alone time with them. But we do need alone time. Spouses have to talk about things. Uh, Your relationship can take a turn really quick if you're not communicating with each other and when we're so busy and we're just meeting each other and passing or we're coming home and we're passing out, you all, we're not communicating with them. So you want to make sure that you're also throwing time for your spouse in there. And I know if you're like me, I'm sitting here saying, plan time for this, plan time for that, do this, do that. And you're overwhelmed thinking about just how much there is to do and how tired you are. I know, moms, we're superheroes. We are. We are We are superheroes. Our, our kids know that. Our husbands know that. And we should know that too. You need to feel good in that, that you are wanted and you are needed and you are loved. You are loved. And I know it can seem like it's really overwhelming to think about all the things that we have to accomplish, all the things that we have to do. And planning time for each of them, letting somebody down, dropping the ball. But listen, if we will plan and create a nightly routine, we won't do that. We won't do that. We'll know when we're going to have hardcore family time. We'll know the nights that we're going to have time to talk to our spouse. We will know the things that have to be done, the mandatory things like bath time with our kids. Um, just taking time to plan leaves us not feeling as overwhelmed as we do when we have no idea what the heck we're doing in the next 10 minutes. And maybe that's annoying to think about planning, planning those things out. I get it. You're like, oh my gosh, I could like have to make a plan to make a plan. That's not true. It's just creating, creating a healthy routine in your house that you eventually will just do. You know, I don't have to write these things down now. I just know this is what we're going to do. This is the expectations of myself when I get home. You all, I love my life and my time with my family and my kids so much more. I'm not near as stressed out as I was before I started doing all of these things. Nowhere near as stressed out because I know, I know I know. And then the unknowns I can deal with and handle a lot better. So then there's me time. And you're like, wow, after all of that, there's me time. And you need that. Mama, you need that. You need that time to take a bath. You need that time to 
paint your fingernails or wash your face or, you know, I love my, I love my face steamer. It like, I steam my face for about 20 minutes. Oh, it feels so good. But that's me time. That's me time. Maybe it's curling up and reading your book or doing a devotion, your quiet time with God, whatever it is, you need that time for yourself. And maybe it's not five, seven days a week. Maybe it's intermittently planned on certain days, on days that you know that you're not as busy or days that you know the next day is going to be overwhelming. Or maybe it's self-reward. Maybe it's a reward for a really busy day that you got through. Whatever it is, you have to make sure that you are taking time just to take a deep breath, to relax. And mine comes in the morning for the most part because my kids are still awake when I when I pass out. <laughs> when I when I fall asleep, normally my kids are nestled in next to me and they're not they're not asleep. They're just not. And so, you know, I plan I plan my time in the morning. Uh, that's my quiet time. But whenever that is for you, you know, if you can do it throughout the day, find time, 10 to 30 minutes, whatever it is, just for you throughout the week. And wind down. Wind down is a time with no phones, no technology. I don't know if you're aware of it, but did you know that our body naturally creates melatonin? That's what helps us sleep, obviously. And when we are looking at blue light screens, like TVs, phones, things like that, our brain doesn't shut down and it depletes the melatonin out of our body. So we need a time where we shut, shut it down, that we unwind, that we disconnect from technology. And in our house, we have Jamie, Jamie had to do it until we created some really healthy habits and boundaries, but he would take our phones and put them in a, like a top shelf because I'm a short, a short girl, very short, and I have to have a step ladder to reach most of all of our top cabinets. So he would put our phones up there so there was no temptation to check it, pick it up, look at it. And, you know, that was hard for a while. It really was. And I have a whole episode, I call it phone gel. And so uh, just disconnecting, taking that time at night to disconnect from technology. We live crazy, busy, hectic lives. And we have to disconnect from the world around us. We have to. It is good spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally to just take time to disconnect. And it keeps us from living other people's lives and actually living our lives and having an intentional time with our family. So take that time to unwind. So in our house, what we do is about 9.15, 9.30, we curl up in bed together as a family. Our kids don't sleep in our bed. They do fall asleep in our bed most nights, but they we put them in their beds. But they curl up in our bed. We pray together as a family and um, fall asleep. We like to be in bed by like, I, I prefer if I'm if I'm not asleep by ten o'clock, I'm not getting up good the next morning. I feel I feel like I have a hangover. So I want to make sure that I know between nine thirty and ten o'clock I have to be asleep if I'm going to be up the next morning. So think about it that way. Plan your day that way. And then uh once the kids fall asleep, Jamie typically takes them and puts them in bed because Layton is 
taller than me now, and I can't even, I can't pick her up. And Miles is almost, Miles almost weighs too much to pick up now. So Jamie will go put them in their bed. And then sometimes that's just our time if we're still awake that we'll lay there and talk and have our moment. However you have to plan it in your house. And I promise, guys, I promise, take baby steps towards these things. Pick one thing, then pick two things, and just add to it. It's going to make your life better. It's going to make you a happier person. It's going to make you a better person. And it's going to give you clarity in that time to really discover what you enjoy, what you love, and what your purpose is. And I know that sounds crazy that a routine could do that, but... When you're activating a routine and it's innate, you can think about other things. You don't have to worry about what am I going to do next, what I have to do next, and thinking about those things. You can just enjoy living. So I hope this was a good bit of information for you all tonight or today, whenever you're watching. And go back and watch the previous or listen to the previous episode about a morning routine, your AM routine. And there's so many more to come. So, so many more to come in this series. Listen to them, absorb them, see what works for you and just actively work to change your life from living in chaos to a confident woman that is striving for her purpose to be what she's called to be. We'll see you all later. Have a great afternoon.